0: Make your vows to the Lord your God and perform them. Let all around him bring gifts to him who is to be feared, who cuts off the spirit of princes, who is to be feared by the kings of the earth. Psalm 76, verses 11 and 12. Uh, You know, kind of like yesterday, I... When I read the spirit of uh, who cuts off spirit of princes, I thought of Saul uh, as a leader of Israel, the first king of Israel. And uh, when he is being selected, it's kind of the exact opposite of what happens to Samuel when he goes to Bethlehem to uh, on the uh, when God tells him to go to Bethlehem and find the one ordained to be the next king to replace Saul. Uh, He goes and finds uh, uh, David's family, and uh, there's something like eight sons or seven sons. And so when uh, uh, Samuel uh, sees the first one, he says, this must be the one. He has all the physical attributes of a leader, a king. And God says, you're looking at appearances. You're not looking inside, and you're not looking in the heart. And, of course, finally, the last one is David, the shepherd boy. Uh, But Saul, the king, was absolutely the right one in every way, except that he uh, was kind of a coward. Uh, He didn't have it. He didn't have the character of a king that God was looking for. And eventually it, uh, it, it cost him.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, From an external perspective, uh, Saul had all of the qualities, uh, you know, tall, uh, stood above the people, could command uh, presence, and seems like he did for a while, though he uses that inappropriately. But the sad part is the scriptures say that when he was anointed, the Holy Spirit came upon him. And so even in his beginning, uh, beyond the appearance, he has the stuff to be successful, but he chooses not to go God's way. And there's that uh, really sad moment when the scripture says, and the spirit departed from him. And uh, it's just the undoing of him. It kind of echoes forward when David has his big failure and he sees what has happened to Saul. And His great prayer of confession in uh, Psalm 51, he says, uh, Do not take your spirit from me. David knows that that is the source of everything for him. But Saul lost it, and he becomes a washed-up king.
0: It's uh, interesting. After Saul loses it, uh, what he does is uh, kind of symptomatic of what we do uh, when we lose it or don't have it. And that is seeking out, uh, other, uh, sources of, of, of the spirit. And he actually goes to the dark spirits. I think the, the witches of Endor, the witch of Endor. And it's funny because Shakespeare in the Macbeth actually replicates that scene at the very beginning. And, um, Macbeth is told that he is, uh, in various ways, he's, it's indicated that he is going to become Duncan's replacement. Uh, but unfortunately, that for him, that means he has to dispatch Dun- Duncan. And he and his wife, uh, Lady Macbeth, do that. And then uh, he puts on the kingly robes and they don't fit. It's symbolic of the wrong man for the job because he, he is a sinner and he doesn't have he doesn't have that whatever it is that it takes to be a king.
1: Well, it's interesting. I mean, that parallels. You can see where they got the story from is when David goes to the front lines and sees this guy taunting uh, the glory of the Lord. His name is Goliath. And David goes in and says to Saul, I'll take him on. And uh, Saul tries to put his armor on David. And it doesn't fit. Uh, David is walking with a spiritual armor that is greater than the one the king has. And so um, it's a reminder that when we're called uh, to specific places and seasons, not to try to be somebody other than we are, but to walk in the Lord's anointing and under the gifting that he has given us.